You want to find and keep your tribe of raving fans. I want to support that journey. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with your host, Justin Lamb of 360 Media. I explore ways to help you build a more attractive business that finds and keeps your tribe of raving fans. Hey everybody, this is Justin Lamb. You're listening to episode 6 of Digging Deep where I help business owners build better businesses. And today I wanted to talk to you a little about who's in your corner. So as a business owner, when we first start off, it is generally understood that um, or generally happens where you are number one. You're the first person into the business. Most of the time you start off the business all by yourself because you know, you're bootstrapped, you're testing out theory, um, you're testing out your product or service. And if you're an entrepreneur who started off that way, especially if you're in a service, you know, you try to fill in uh, a niche in your market. And so, you know, it's it's really easy for us to then start our journey as uh, sole proprietors and, you know, really kind of wading our way through things. So, you know, in the beginning, we're the CEO, we're the CFO, we're the CMO, you know, we're the janitor, <laughs> we're the admin staff. We are everybody. We wear all the hats. And one of the common things that I get asked is, when is it time to outsource? And, you know, uh, commonly I will hear people complain. It's like, you know, I, I can't I can't give work to anybody. And so, you know, this podcast really is just going to talk a little bit about that and maybe share a little bit about my journey. So first off, I want to debunk the myth that you're not willing to uh, hand over work and that you can't trust somebody to do it because I'm going to guess that you know if you have been in business for quite a little while you know more than one or two years uh, and it's going okay that you're finding something overwhelming and as such you already have started to develop the people and team around you usually the first person to add to a team is actually your accountant or your bookkeeper and so what I what I'm saying is is that Although you may feel like you don't want to give the daily task or something that you feel like you hold dear to you away to somebody else, you actually have no problems allocating and delegating work um, and to have other people do it, especially if it is something that you don't particularly enjoy or that you're not very good at. And so if you are in a space where you feel like you can't give work to somebody else, chances are that's not the real problem. So. When I first started my business um, as a photographer, um, you know, I already knew by then that I wanted to scale and I wanted to grow a company. But before I became a photographer, before I, I opened a production company, um, you know, I started off my entrepreneurial journey selling paper roses. And I folded and made those paper roses mostly by myself for at least uh, the first year or so. Eventually I got help and, and help was more so because we killed time together on a bus ride up to SFU. And so what I realized is that, you know, I had no problems getting people to help me out or letting them help me. Uh, in fact, you know, it, it multiplied my time. So that was easy for me and I had no problem sharing and, and delegating work. And what I had realized over time was that this was a critical part of my mindset for me to be able to automate and scale. But if you're not an entrepreneur in this mindset and in this space, you know, we can talk a little bit more about, you know, what's happening, what's happening in your mind at this point. Um, you know, when I say that people are generally 
quite ready to give away things that they don't like, um, it's because they already have an aversion to it. Bookkeeping, it's not entertaining. It's not glamorous. Um, you know, there's no gratification that comes from it. At the end of it all, you actually associate generally with pain because you have to pay the tax man something. Uh, and so because it's not a pleasurable experience, you really have no problems giving it away. Where we have problems, though, as entrepreneurs in this mindset is that we come to a point in our business where we're so busy and you go, well, I need to hire somebody to, to help me. But, you know, maybe you've tried it and you kind of gave somebody a little bit of something and they kind of messed it up. And, you know, you have this fear of degradation of quality and that nobody really does it better than you. But you have to understand that in that moment that you are keeping all of this to yourself, you have completely limited your capacity to grow and scale. And so the key to growing and the key to scaling your business is to be able to allocate and dedicate time and space to extract something that you are currently doing and then be able to transfer that knowledge to another individual. I see a lot of entrepreneurs hire people who are out of the uh, sort of the realm of what they're good at. Um, and, and I have cautions about that too, and I can talk about that a little bit another day. Um, but I will say for the record here, um, trying to find somebody who saves you or who does something that is completely out of your jurisdiction and out of your expertise is a dangerous place to be, especially if you're in a, in a, in a place where you're developing a brand new product or service. Um, and that's because you're going to likely, uh, run into a, a position where you're going to get handcuffed in a in a particular scenario where you are rendered helpless um, and, and of course I've gone through that um, so I know firsthand what that kind of looks like um, but I'm gonna go back to our original thing where is when you are you know first working you know you're doing all of these jobs and you do them well and you know how they work um, and so you know, because you're comfortable in doing these things, they make you feel important, they make you feel like you're doing something, um, you have a, a difficulty in letting go. And the reason why you do that is because there is a level of uncertainty that you have about giving this task to somebody else, whether they're going to do a good job, whether, you know, they're going to, you're going to be feeling empty, feeling useless, um, you'll have a fear of some sort, that's the reason why you're not letting it go. And more often than not, people try to let some bigger things go because they feel like, you know, they'll take a free, big free chunk of my time away. Uh, in fact, I, I, I probably advocate the opposite. I'd say pick the things that are really not moving the needle for your business that aren't serving you, but that, that need to be done. Um, and, and taking that time to create the systems and protocols to then transfer that knowledge to a new individual who will then free up some of your time. And in that spare time, you shouldn't be filling it up with other mundane tasks. You should be filling that time with moving the needle, doing something towards the betterment and achievement of your goals, right? Um, whether that's education to yourself, whether that's time for your own mental health, whether that is time to expand and work on your business, work on your marketing, um, you know, improving your metrics, improving your systems, whatever it might be, working on the business. But don't go and give work to another person that is kind of mundane, only to pick up some more mundane tasks. And that's a very dangerous place to be because I know I've seen it so many times that that's what people try to do because there's a level of comfort there. When you are, when you are familiar with the task at hand, it's easier to do those tasks than it is to really go and um, 
be uncomfortable and learn or stretch your wings or to test new products um, or to work on a system that you know seems daunting and overwhelming but if you are looking to move your business in the direction of automation and freedom you really should take a look at taking the things that you do every single day that you might take for granted that eat up a lot of your time but don't require a lot of brain power uh, don't require a lot of uh, intellectual property or IP uh, into it so things like basic admin tasks um, you know sorting through and prioritizing some of your emails you know there's some emails that are very important and some aren't um, you can relegate those to another person in the organization you can hire your first virtual assistant you can hire an assistant in your organization itself and put them on payroll you know any of the above works um, you know the other thing that I get from people when they are on sort of the cusp where they're burning out um, you know is to identify you know when are they supposed to buy that bring that new person on you know everybody thinks that they have to bring on a full-time person right off the bat uh, and that's not true either um, when I first started 360 uh, when I first you know brought on my my first editor on board you know that person only worked one day a week uh, and eventually went to two three and then five days a week so you know we started off slow it was okay because they were a student and they couldn't allocate a lot of time anyways uh, and this gave me an opportunity to have somebody consistent i could build the revenue i can build the workflow around that individual um you know and and then they were able to follow through on that task and as i built up that um workload for that individual uh, as they graduated and, and finished school they were able to take on more and more tasks um, you know, and ultimately I ended up, uh, you know, adding more and more editors to the mix because I knew that that would be a bottleneck. And again, that's another discussion for another time. So, you know, when, when do you know, when do you know a person is, you know, or when do you know as an owner to bring on another person in your organization? Uh, and the first indication is that you are doing so many things and you're not doing everything well. Um, you are having things fall through the cracks, you are forgetting things, um, you're not able to get to really critical important things, you're missing deadlines, you're not phoning people back, you're not sending out proposals, um, you know, you're, you're, you're burnt out, you're, you know, all of those are indications, indications that you need a little bit of help, you need to get something off your plate so that you can breathe a little easier. And if you've been following some of our podcasts, you know how I feel about working yourself to the bone because that is an unsustainable uh, venture, especially in the long term. You know, business is a marathon. It is not a sprint, especially if you're in it for the long term. Uh, and you know, there are times where you must sprint and you must give it absolutely everything you've got. Uh, and you take away that time away from your family, your friends, you know, your own personal health and it, it will happen. But you can't sustain that for the long term. And if you're, you know, at a point and, you know, you're chronically tired, you're chronically getting, you know, aggravated easily at work, and you're not completing your tasks, things are falling through the cracks, your team is disgruntled, you're, you're, you're not happy, you're not fulfilled, that is an indication that it is time to make a change, right? Because everything that you're doing up to this very moment has led you to this point. And continuing that way is only going to exacerbate that further. So... You know that's an indication you gotta go and look at it and go okay 
I'm burnt out or I'm, I'm getting really tired, I'm missing a bunch of these things, you know, what can I offload to another individual that is repeatable, uh, consistent and, you know, fairly easy to do that is just eating up my time. And that's where you start. You know, that's my recommendation for every entrepreneur. And, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be somebody who says, well, you know, you can just hire somebody right off the bat. The problem that occurs when you hire somebody right off the bat to do something is that you will have a level of uh, disconnect between what you do or what you expect them to do and what actually happens. And the reason why is because they are not you. They don't think like you. You don't have the foundations ready for that individual to be a critical thinker on your behalf without making critical mistakes. And like most people, you're going to have uh, points in time where, you know, you can't tolerate that mistake. Those mistakes can be costly, can cost you time, it can cost you money. Um, and, and then it adds more stress load. And then that gives you the overwhelming feeling that you can't delegate these things. But everybody learns and everybody requires some time to onboard, to make mistakes. And, you know, the environment um, that a lot of entrepreneurs kind of find themselves in is when they're overwhelmed and they bring somebody on, they don't give the time and the training and the space for that person to thrive. And that does nobody good either. So like I said, there's a time where you just have to really buckle down and you'll have to sprint really hard. And that includes adding that little bit extra to onboard a person who is going to relieve you of that stress. You know, but if you're hiring a person because you're hell in high water and you don't have another person in place that's doing that same job, you really have to spend that time to train them. Otherwise, you're not going to have a very productive or a highly productive individual. You might have somebody who kind of wallows their way through it, um, but that doesn't make you feel better as an owner and you don't look at them you know, as a competent individual, even though they may be, they just need some guidance direction. Uh, and that's a toxic relationship and that kills culture. You know, everybody makes mistakes and, you know, you're privy to them too. It's just nobody's going to call you out on your shit because you're the owner and they would much rather just keep it to themselves and watch you fuck up than for them to call you out on that. Um, you know, but our employees are different. They're never going to work as hard as you. You know, you can't expect that they're going to do what you do. And that's why it's, you know, for me, if you can get a person to do you know, their job and you can do it 80, 90% of the way there, you know, that's a really big improvement already. That's relieving you of your task. It is almost impossible to do everything the way you do it because that person would have to do everything that you did and live the same life in order for them to make the same experience decisions that you make. And that's not going to happen. They're going to have their own, you know, philosophies. They're going to have their own um, biases uh, and they're going to impose those on them unless you've set the boundaries and they set the expectations out front. So who is in your corner? Like look at, look at your, your, your job now and look at what you're doing now. And you can see that you actually are okay. You, you probably are very good at handing over things that are sort of above and beyond you. When you go to an accountant, you know, you know that what money comes in and what money goes out, you know how to track that, but you know, you don't know the nuances of, you know, the tax laws and you don't know how to save a little bit extra here or to, you know, be able to, to cut costs or look at the, the, 
big picture of things, you know, financially, and you rely on those individuals because it's painful. But when it's something that's really close to you that you hold dear, that you are competent at, you know, that's where the guarding happens, and you have to be careful about that because that is an indication where you know you're going to need to focus your attention and grow uh, mentally and develop the the mental fortitude and strength to then parse those pieces out and be comfortable at allocating those to another staff member for them to perform so that they can free up your time to work on your business or free up your time so you can work on your business and not be stuck in your business as a technician or putting out fires all day long and um, you know I, I've been very fortunate uh, I've had Laura in our midst for you know a number of years and she's been absolutely critical in in this um, you know, environment where, you know, I was looking to scale, create a, a production company that could run without me really being here um, unless it was, you know, to do technician work if I had overflow or, or, you know, too much work for a short period of time, you know, that I could roll up my sleeves and dig in and, and you know, that allowed me to build the business, build the infrastructure, build the inroads and relationships that were needed for us to survive as a business, especially through times like COVID. Right now, you know, we're 100% we're reliant on some of these deep relationships that I've built over time. You know, uh, we're reliant on these systems that I've created and the infrastructure that I've created for us to thrive. And so if you're a budding entrepreneur you are new you're getting your feet wet um you know but you're you feel like you're in over your head um you know even if you're you're side hustling and you feel like you're in over your head um you have to take a look you have to stop you know take a look at what's happening you know make a clear evaluation on if you're bringing in an okay set of revenue but you're in over your head all the time and things are falling through the cracks it is time to take a look at what you can delegate who are you going to put in your corner so that it can take some of that load off of you and that way you can go and focus on what you do best and what makes the business move forward uh, and that's where you're going to ultimately find success so if you found this helpful i'm super glad you know uh tactical program is really nearing completion i know you probably heard it for like the week or so now uh, but we are editing furiously here trying to put these videos together so we can uh launch our tactical program um, and so for those who are interested you can pre-register on tacticalprogram.com and you can register for our first uh free course and that's going to talk to you about the mindset um you know it is the foundation of a lot of what we do uh in later parts of our business uh and our educational series but this one's free because i think it's so important that you understand the mindset because it's the mindset that is really the underlying foundation for us to have a thriving business that is able to move scale and give us that connection of fulfillment and achievement at the same time. So until next time, you have a great day and we will talk to you next week. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Your time is valuable and I'm deeply humbled that you're spending that time with me. I want to make this channel something really great, something you can really enjoy and get a lot of value out of. So if you have any suggestions or comments, please connect with me and let me know. If you enjoyed this content, I'd love it if you'd share it with somebody else and if you'd leave a comment on iTunes for me. This helps me rank higher on the search engines. And as always, tune in next week as we dig deeper into marketing and business. Until next time, have a great day.